Welcome, boys and girls. We have another new story for you this morning. It's going to be a little bit different. It's not going to. Ha- it's not going to happen, you know, off in Vietnam, but it's going to happen in the Caribbean. Okay, and that's just the sea that's just south of where we live in Florida. So I am going to be sharing the first episode of the story this morning. But to do that, I want to be able to show you something here. Let me see if we've. Okay. All right. Can you see that? That is the phantom pirate ship that I'm going to be telling you about this morning. And I want you to see something here. Where is the camera right now? The camera. Can we show it on one of these two screens? The camera's right here. Is this where the camera is? Okay. Boys and girls, do you see this portion of the ship right here? This portion of the ship is the back portion of the ship. And I'm going to give you just a little bit of direction here. That is called the stern. Okay, and right above, right below, that's where the rudder is. And so they steer the ship. It's the stern. And right above it, that's the helm. That's where they drive it. You know that big wheel? That's where the helmsman steers it. Sometimes the captain does that. But the helmsman is, he's like the driver of this ship. The very front here is the bow. That's because the wood bows at the bow. The left side, since it's moving forward, the left side is here. That's called port. The other side that you can't see is called starboard. And that's called port right there because that's where they dock in port. And that's where they unload and load. All right. We're going to be talking about this ship called, oops, this ship called the Phantom. Now, I also have with me a hat. Now, the reason why I'm going to wear the hat, and I'm going to try and put it on, and pray it doesn't fall off. I had some problems with this yesterday, practicing with it. But when I am turned like this, hopefully you can see the pirate's emblem. And when I'm doing that, I'm going to tell the story from the captain of the pirate's ship perspective. But then I'm going to turn like this if I, well, I did it in my swivel chair. It was so much easier. (laughs) And then I'm going to turn like this. I'm going to be telling you the perspective of the story from the Commodore. Now, there's a Commodore and two captains. So there's three British naval ships involved in this story and just one practicing here. (laughs) This makes a lot of noise. Are you catching this on the mic? (laughs) Wow. I'm trying to lose weight. I am. But anyway, I'm going to be telling it from two different perspectives, and we'll see if you can follow this story. Now, because who almost fell there. Now, because this story is a little, uh, it's it's a lot of dialogue, and Pastor Mike just can't memorize that much dialogue. It's not a long story, but there's just a lot of dialogue. As a matter of fact, I'm going to be wearing my glasses, but I'm going to read the story to you because it is a bit fast-paced, and I don't want to trust my memory for this. So can you forgive me? Pastor Mike is going to wear his glasses. Can you still recognize me? Okay. And, and I'm going to be reading the story, okay? And I just got to make sure that I have everything down here. One last thing. Ah, yes. Do you see up here? Sometimes it's way up here. So this one like, is right here. Yeah, this is called the crow's nest. The crow's ne- There's a seaman in the crow's nest, and he's the guy with the telescope, and he's looking way out. Generally, he's above the masts. In this case, he's not, but he can generally see way out far further than someone who's just at the helm. 
okay? So I'm gonna, that person is called a seaman. And I'm, gonna sh I'm gonna be telling you some of these names, so that's why I'm letting you know right now. When I say seaman, you know who, he's, who I'm talking about. Okay, are you ready? Here we go. And I'm gonna be praying for Mr. Cole right before he preaches. All right, well, let's go. Both British naval ships are in position, Commodore. Excuse me, I need to turn this way, don't I? That, was, that did not come from the pirate ship. <laughs> Both British naval ships are in position, Commodore, ready at your command, says to the seaman in the crow's nest. Seaman, let me know when the phantom is both visible and recognizable. Now we wait. We'll catch her this time, filled with the glory of her find. She'll be slack in caution, unsuspecting of anything. From the Grand Mughal of India's treasure, no doubt, sir. I guess you know the story. Captain John Avery stole it in the Red Sea over 100 years ago. Couldn't bring it all into the Caribbean, so he left some of it in Africa. It all caught up with him, though. The type of thing, all, this type of thing always does. Hear me, Lieutenant. There is a way that seems right to a man, but the ends are always death, destruction. A man reaps what he sows, Lieutenant. Never forget that. Yes, sir. I will, sir. Always remember. If you don't mind me asking, sir, the Phantom, why do they call her that? Lieutenant, let's hope today we don't find out. Captain, you've done your namesake proud. How did you figure Madagascar, though? Obvious, in my opinion, with regard to his travels and his routes. He couldn't take all of it with him past the eye of South Africa. Too risky. The mountains, the caves, well, you know the rest. Aye, Captain, and we'll be the richest in all of the Caribbean. Let's just make sure we get to enjoy it. I'm sure you have plans when we reach Port Cortez. That I do, sir. That I do. Then the Commodore adjusts his hat a bit. Commodore, the Phantom, five miles due east. Signal Captain Montgomery and Addington across the bay. With two flashes. Got it? With two flashes, he signals the two British naval ships that the Phantom was in sight. Now listen, Lieutenant, she'll be here in about 20 minutes. Have starboard guns ready at my command. Helmsman, on my command, move to the stern of the Phantom as she passes by into port. Seamen, signal the naval ships when the Phantom is just one mile out. Yes, sir. Now, 15 minutes later. What was that, Cortez? Did you see that flash? Aye. I did, sir. Hand me my telescope. And as he looks through the telescope, mm, surveying the land, the tips of masts with no flags above the tree line, there and there, they're waiting for us. Helmsman, turn about. Hoist all sails. We're going to need to make a run for it. We party at port another day, Cortez. Now let's see if they can catch the fastest ship in the Caribbean. They're turning, sir. 
I believe we've been spotted. Helmsman, take to the sea. Hoist all sails. We'll catch him in the open sea then and blow him to kingdom come. Seamen, signal captains Montgomery and Addington. They'll know to follow. Diaz, our position relative to the lead ship. No gain, sir. She's even. About another 15 minutes later. Cortez, head into the heavy rain there and keep full speed. Now I want you guys to see what I'm talking about here. And this here, whoops, we're over here, right? This here is a rain cloud. Now you've experienced this type of rain in central Florida. When it comes down, you can't see very far ahead of you. In fact, sometimes it's so heavy, your mom or dad, they have to pull off the road, don't they? It gets really heavy. This right here is the type of heavy storm they're about to head into. Let me just read that again. Cortez, head into the heavy rain there and keep full speed. Juarez, 200 yards after we pull out of the storm. I want starboard facing that naval ship. Cortez, go below and tell the master gunner my plan. I want all 23 guns aimed at her, firing on my command when she comes out of that storm. She'll never suspect a thing. Aye, Captain. On my command, Juarez. Hard starboard, now. As he's looking through his telescope, wait for her. Wait for her. Ah, what is taking her so long? Why the delay? Ah, there she is. Cortez, fire now. After the smoke clears just a bit. Diaz, he's the seaman in the crow's nest. Damage? Main mast looks severely damaged, Captain. She won't be a chastenist anymore today. That should buy us some time. Captain, to the south, the lead ship, over there. She seems to have sailed around the storm. Okay, we have time. Head north, around the island, Juarez. Let's show them a little magic. Aye, Captain. The Phantom's heading north of the island, sir. Montgomery's dead in the water. Signal Captain Addington to signal to circle around the east side of the island. If she's going to slingshot around the island, we'll trap her. Today is our day. Yes, sir. Hard to starboard, helmsman, and stay close. As we come out of our turn, Lieutenant, I want all guns ready. Yes, sir. Only a few minutes later, this is not possible. Where is she? Captain, perhaps perhaps she's already made the turn around the south end of the island. It is small. If so, she's faster than I thought. But Captain Addington will have her. She's still ours. Seaman, any sign of her along the coast? None, sir. Not at all. As Addington's ship comes into view on the south side of the island. Seaman, can you see her anywhere? Nowhere, Commodore, not a sign of her. There was not that much sea between us. She disappeared into thin air. 
This just is not possible. If I may, sir, I guess this is why they call her the Phantom. <sighs> not now, Lieutenant, not now. Next time, there will be no disappearing act. Next time. All right. I hope you followed that story. There was a lot of terminology there maybe you weren't too familiar with. I hope you followed the people in the, the storyline. But the Phantom got away, didn't he? We'll see if that happens next time, though. Okay? Do you remember what the Commodore said? He said to his lieutenant, remember this, that there is a way that seems right to a man, but in the end are the ways of death, destruction, and that a man reaps what he sows. You know, just because this pirate captain got away with what he did and all that he does in his piracy and stealing and killing, doesn't mean that what he's doing is right. You know, isn't it easy for us to think that because we get away with something, that it must be all right? And we can think this way. But the truth is, God's way is always the best way. Always the best way. Now, the world doesn't think that way. The world thinks that if they are able to get away with it, if their way works, then that's the best way. Even when it's contrary to God's way. You see, these pirates, they do life their way. And God says, no, in the end, there's only death and destruction. God wants us to follow his way. God invites us into a relationship with his son, Jesus Christ. And when he puts his spirit in us, we want to follow the ways of life. We want to follow God's ways and not our ways. But here's the truth. Sometimes, sometimes that's a little hard, isn't it? And that thing inside of us, the Bible calls the flesh, says, no, no, do it your way, do it your way. And we have to say, no, God's way, not my way, right? Because we reap what we sow. So very true. So I want you to think, next time when you kind of feel that battle going on, going on inside of you, inside of your heart, realize how common this is. But God, when we choose to follow Jesus, he gives us strength to do it God's way and not our way. Because our way is not only never the right way, it never ends well. Even though today in the story it seemed like it ended well for the pirates, we're going to have to wait and see because one day it's not. Following Jesus and doing it God's way is always, always, always the best way.